Welcome back, everyone, to the latest edition of the Redbird Report. I'm your host, Blaine Llewellyn, sports editor here at the Vedette, and alongside me is co-sports editor and co-host Jake Semersheim. What's poppin', Jake? Yeah, I'm just going good. How you doing? Not too bad. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, some ISU volleyball. Great performance at the Redbird Classic this past weekend. Um, ISU football with a big win over EIU in the Mid-America Classic. Uh, we're also going to talk about ISU soccer, who did, who went two and zero this weekend. Great performance by then. And then we're gonna we'll talk a little bit about cross country, touch on some golf. So, a lot to cover here today in this edition of the Redbird Report. Um, like I said before, we're gonna start off with volleyball. Great performance by the Redbirds in the Redbird Classic. Um, open things up with a three to one match win over number 14 Illinois to tie the uh tie the series at 30 apiece between the two schools Jake what what did you see from ISU against Illinois this weekend very good set for ISU three three sets to one victory pretty big um not really close they had that match pretty much handled uh 12 kills from Kaylee Martin in the matchup uh you know 42 assists from Steph Jankowitz, who eventually went on to win MVC Player of the Week from her performance in Redbird Classic. Big win over U of I for the Birds. Yeah, it was a great, great performance by the Birds. Um, the Birds followed that up with a win over UCF, also a NCAA tournament team from a year ago, and then lost a thrilling five-set match to number seven Marquette on Sunday. Um, Marquette ended up losing to Illinois, so. The Redbirds tied Marquette um, with a 2-1 record in the tournament. Um, throughout that tournament, it was great to see uh, the fan support by ISU faithful. Um, there were nearly 4,000 fans in attendance at the Illinois game, so that's just a crazy mark for um, a volleyball match at Redbird Arena. Um, it debuted the new renovations, new seats, new lodges, um, new court. So it was great to see the fan support turn out for the Redbird Classic this weekend. Um, Jake, what did you see from the new court, the new, the new atmosphere there at Redbird Arena? You know, everything that I heard and everything that I saw indicated that uh, great reception of the new court. Um, everything went pretty smoothly. Everything looked nice and... Uh, you know, it's a good start to the new Redbird Arena. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Redbirds moved to 7-2 and two on the season. Um, this is the second straight year that ISU has tuned, or started the season at 7-2. and two. Um, Last year they also did um, and ended up being the co-champions of the Missouri Valley Conference. So good things coming from ISU. They actually received some votes in the AP Top 25 poll. So they're just outside of that top 25, so it would be really nice to see them get get going here. Um, really big matchup this weekend again at the Buckeye Invitational. Ohio State, another Big Ten school. That'll be a tough matchup. Um, that's on Friday at 9 a.m. in Columbus. Um, then they take on Miami of Ohio uh, Friday at 4.30 p.m. and then close the Buckeye Invitational Saturday with an 11 a.m. matchup against Dayton. Jake, what, do you think that the Birds can go 3-0 this weekend at the, the Buckeye Invitational? Um, I definitely think they have the potential to. Taking on Ohio State will definitely be the toughest matchup. We'll see how they'll do on Friday. And then I think Miami of Ohio and Dayton should be pretty easy wins for this team. 
But that definitely that biggest matchup will come of that Friday at 9 a.m. against Ohio State. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Um, Ohio State comes in with a 4-5 and five record, but obviously if you're traveling to a Big Ten school, that's always going to be a tough matchup um, for any team, especially a mid-major team like ISU. But great performance this weekend against three NCAA tournament teams from last weekend. So you got to expect big things from the Birds moving forward. Uh, moving on here a little bit, um, we're going to talk some ISU football. Um, the Redbirds came away with a 21-3 victory over Eastern Illinois, so great great defensive performance against the Panthers. Little shaky on offense. What what do you see from the offense there this uh, week? The offense, well, James Robinson once again came out, good game. Um, 23 carries for 146 yards and three touchdowns. Longest came on a on a 42-yard touchdown run where he narrowly stayed in bounds. That part of the game looked good. Jeff Proctor had his best game to date with 71 rushing yards on 17 touches. Brady Davis also added 39 rushing yards. But the problem offensively was definitely Brady Davis in the pass game. Uh, 5 for 11 for just 31 yards and no touchdowns. Davis had no completions in the second half. It just seems like the receiving core and Davis have not gotten on the, on the same page yet. Um, out of the five catches last week, they were all to five different receivers. He hasn't really had a chance to establish that like favorite target so far this season with the loss of Spencer Schnell um, from last year, of course. But the defense definitely picked them up. Eight sacks with two and a half coming from Romeo McKnight. They were just dominant through that Eastern line this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Illinois State team held quarterbacks uh, Jonathan Brantley and Harry Woodbury to just 75 yards of passing, so that was good to see. Um, the secondary looked really good. The pass rush, like you said, eight sacks on the day. Um, Eastern Illinois could not get anything going offensively. ISU was luckily able to get things going on the run game, even though they couldn't get any uh, – Good passing completions going, didn't really get the pass game going, but they were really able to hold the Panthers in check. Um, at the same time, though, the Panthers have really struggled the entire season offensively, so it's kind of tough to tell if it was a great defensive performance by ISU or just a piss-poor performance by Eastern. So um, we'll, we'll kind of look for – looking ahead here, um, ISU's playing – Northern Arizona at home at 6.30 p.m. Um, this I think this is a very favorable matchup this Saturday at Hancock Stadium. Obviously, ISU's had a lot of success um, against any team at Hancock Stadium. I think Northern Arizona is a favorable opponent um, this weekend for the Birds um, to move to 4-1. and one, uh, Jake, what, what are your thoughts on this weekend's game? I definitely see this as a win for the Birds, but they're going to have to get their passing on the ground. Northern Arizona is not necessarily a pushover team. 2-1 uh, and one on the season, their loss coming to University of Arizona where they did put up 41 points um, on them, but they gave up 65 in return. So I could see the, the Redbirds uh, taking advantage uh, getting their offense going off this team that's averaging or averaging giving up 36 points a game. I definitely think it's a favorable matchup also. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it's going to be a very close matchup. Um, 
like you said, uh, they played Arizona pretty close. I don't think Arizona's great this year in the Pac-12, but um, they did beat Missouri State, another Missouri Valley Football Conference opponent. Um, they put up 55 points this past week against Western New Mexico University. So, yeah, I think it'll. this will be a true testament to how good the defense actually is if they can slow down a very uh, solid offensive squad from Northern Arizona. Um, but at the same time, I think they, they'll be able to put up some points. James Robinson and Jeff Proctor can really get the run game going like they have the past couple weeks. And it'll be really nice to see if Brady Davis can improve on last week's performance. And, he, I mean, he's struggled this season so far overall. So it'll be really nice to see if he can rebound this week coming in. Um, you have a score prediction for us, Jake? I'll say ISU 27, Northern Arizona 14. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go with a higher scoring game in this one. I think I'm going to go 42-35 ISU. I think ISU will be able to, like I said, score some, some points against Northern Arizona, but might, be, might struggle a bit to slow down their high-powered offense. So we'll, we'll see how that one goes here in the future. Um, let's change gears a little bit here and talk about ISU soccer. ISU soccer is coming off a nice weekend. Um, went 2-0 against Utah State on Friday and then Sunday against Western Illinois, got a 1-0 win. Um, both of those games had some clutch goals in the late latter part of the game. Um, so really nice to see from the soccer squad. Um, Natalie Von Lowe was named the MVC player, Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, this is the fourth straight week for ISU out of four weeks that uh, one of their players has been named the MVC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, Von Lowe assisted the game-winning goal in the Utah State win, and then she scored the goal in the Western Illinois win. So really nice performance by Von Lowe. Um, moving forward this weekend, the Birds travel to Florida to take on North Florida Friday at 6 p.m. and then at 10 a.m. Sunday at Stetson. Jake, what, what do you feel the Birds can do this weekend in those road matchups? They definitely need to go on the road, get Kate Delfava going again, see if, see how they're doing with Von Lowe, if she can continue a solid week. Um, I think they could easily come out with a pair of, pair of wins against some lower teams. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I feel like I feel like the Redbirds have kind of hit the ground running and are really looking good so far. Um, they struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season, but they played some really tough opponents. So I think that'll that'll really benefit them in the in the latter part of the season, especially when they get to conference play. Um, just a note on Kate Delfava: she currently ranks second nationally with nine total goals. So that's really impressive for the senior midfielder. Um, so, yeah, like I said, ISU soccer is in Florida this weekend, and then next weekend they will start Missouri Valley Conference play at Northern Iowa at 1 p.m. Saturday. So that will definitely be something to look out for. I think the Redbirds can really, really do some damage in the Missouri Valley Conference this season, and hopefully they'll, um, they'll improve on last season's late success and we'll really be able to – to have success this season um moving on a little bit here 
Um, we're going to talk a little bit of, about golf and cross-country here. Cross-country team competed in the Redbird Invitational this past Friday at the Wybring Golf Club. Um, Jack Anstey, the, all, the former first-team All-American from last year, finished first in the 8K with a time of 24-41 and one second. Uh, this is his first-ever cross-country win. The Australia native uh, improved his previous overall time by 25 seconds. Jake, what? how impressed are you by that? Yeah, Jack Yancey had a great performance, 24, second, 24 minutes, 41 seconds. It's the best AK time by nearly seven seconds in the whole Missouri Valley. Pretty impressive showing for Anstey so far. He's had a great year and a very well-deserved MVC uh, Runner of the Week award. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, freshman Tyler Clouda uh, was the second Redbird to cross the finish line. Um, he finished in 18th place in the 8K with a time of 25 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, junior Jake Gillum and sophomore Lucas Capistrant and Matt Blanco also ran pretty well for the Redbirds. Um, Gillum posted a top 25 finish in the 8K with a 20, uh, time of 25 minutes and 31 seconds. That was good for 23rd overall. Uh, Capistrant timed in at 25 minutes, 40 seconds, and he was 27th overall. So really nice start to the season for the Redbirds, especially in this Redbird invite. Um, the Redbirds will be next up in Missouri to face uh, the Mizzou Tigers on Friday. Um, this will begin at 6 p.m., so another... Another favorable and tough, at the same time, tough matchup for ISU going against a an SEC opponent like Missouri. So we'll see how they fare in that one. Um, just another quick note. Also today, uh, the men's golf team finished things, I guess it was last night, finished things up. Uh, Jake, what what did you see from the golf team this weekend? Yeah, golf team finished at the tie for fourth place in Cedar Rapids at um at the Iowa Invitational uh David Perkins a senior for ISU took home the medalist prize he was a his final round score of uh one under 71 was a, you know a good finish three birdies over his final four holes that's a pretty pretty great way to finish tough way to finish too um the, as a team the Redbirds kept getting better um you know kept moving up every day in the standings and including capping off a final round at 291. Yeah, so really nice performance by the golf team this week. Um, just another couple things that are going on this weekend. Um, the ISU baseball team has their only remaining home matchup of the fall against Western Illinois this Saturday at 12 p.m. Um, so really, really nice way to come and see the newly improved Redbirds. Obviously, quite a few of them either graduated or um, got drafted this year. So after a really successful campaign this past spring, um, it'll be really nice to go out and see the new newly led Redbird team. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of familiar faces, but quite a few new faces that you might need to get acclimated with. Um, but definitely a bright future for them this spring also. Um, and then women's tennis will be at the Bradley Invitational um, this weekend as well. So uh, look forward to all of these events happening this week weekend for ISU Athletics. This is all I have for you today. This has been the Redbird Report. I'm Blaine Llewellyn, and this and 
with Jake Semersheim. We're signing off. Thank you.